Hey guys, it's me, Alex. So, just an explanation for this episode. Uh, we have on Montana Jordan, returning guest, and we do a lot of talking, and we did a Ouija session before the show. However, the audio for the Ouija session is going to come after the show, because I didn't edit it, so there's going to be a lot of pauses, you know, waiting for the planchette to move, etc., etc. Um, I thought it'd be better at the end. So if you want to listen to it first, for some reason... Just fast forward ahead. You can find it. Uh, second reason I'm here before the episode starts, I just want to give you a trigger warning because I thought it'd be fair. Uh, the Ouija session did bring up some stuff, uh, and I do end up talking about uh, some triggering stuff for certain people. So if you have abuse in your background and that's something you don't want to hear about, just fair warning. Beyond that, the show is is delightful. We have fun. We talk. We laugh. There's there's Bigfoot conversation. It's everything you could want from an Alex cast. So please enjoy. guys welcome to the alex cast or the second part of it who the hell knows so i have montana jordan back on the show hello hello welcome um so we just did a uh ouija board session and uh, as i said last time i'm going to mispronounce that word at least three different ways during the course of this and that is the first of which thank you for that um, yeah that, that was fun that was pretty successful and I, I feel like you're still reeling from it a little bit yeah but um as often as I do this, that was a very successful session. And the fact that uh, we got in touch with something that isn't considered outside stimulus, that was pretty exciting for me. Because everybody just wants to get in touch with their dead grandma or something, you know. But we got in touch with something that was very intimate regarding you. Yeah. Uh, so if if the audio isn't on this episode, uh, it's it's on the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Alex Bolin. Uh, it'll be on the show notes, but maybe I'll have it in the episode. I haven't listened to it yet, so who knows what it sounds like. Just to recap, I have had, and I talked about it last week and maybe a few weeks ago, I've been having these weird memories, uh, emotional feelings or whatever of remembering being a lady or a lady sending me memories of that, whatever it is. And... We tried to contact it on the, with the board, and uh, what? So, what from your perspective? What what just happened there? Um, I think that we definitely, whether it was you know the the female claiming to be Dee Dee or not, only you can answer that for yourself. But I do feel like we just got in touch with some higher form of Alex or a level of your subconscious. So um, for those of you that are listening, um, Alex and I were just talking about that uh, a few minutes ago at the beginning of our board session where um, there's a misconception behind the Ouija board 
meaning that um, most people assume that you can only use it as a paranormal tool to communicate with external energies. And absolutely, you can do that. But more importantly, and uh, what I think more people need to be aware of and what the, we as a community need to start talking about more is that the board can be used as a parapsychological resource tool. And that means that we can access uh, different versions of ourselves, a higher consciousness or a subconscious, as the same that you would when you um, are in a dream state, uh, when you're in a sleep state, when you are in a deep meditative trance, when you are tripping on psychedelics. Um, it's whatever avenue that resonates with you the most to get in touch with a different version or a higher version of yourself, because I believe that we are made up of different types of, in different kinds, multiple psyches. So to a answer your question, Alex, I think that we actually did just what it feels like to me. I think that we did just get in touch with a different psyche of yours and that was your intention and then she um, confirmed for us you know what she wanted us um, to call her and gave us the date that she was born and the date that she died and even confirmed some personal information for you so I think that that was uh, successful yeah uh, that was very interesting um, I don't know what to get from my angle of it um, I mean what you're saying is what happened but from from a I'm the one to get information from a board. It's interesting. So, um, how how open do I want to be here? Oh, fuck it. It's the Alex house. I talk about everything. It's like be so open. I have do it. so I, I long story short. I've my whole life I've, I, I've been crippled depression. Uh, I think severe depression with anhedonia. It's the, the the clinical thing, and I've done everything to fix. You know, done done the whole done the whole everything, and. Uh, one of the things that has shown up over the years and because of certain things, uh, the ways that I act, um, self-esteem issues, lack of memory of self, like I've not like in a bragging way, like I have a remarkable memory for stuff. Like I, one of those people that wow, remembers that everything. Nice. I don't. Yeah. Well, I remember, <laughs> except if it has to Damn. do with, except if it has to do with me, I have, <laughs> if it's like. So an episode of the show, something about myself, I forget. I don't remember a single teacher's name. I have, And that's usually a sign of uh, somebody that got molested when they were young. Ah. And I have no memory of this. But I also have no memory of myself. So it's like I have all the symptoms of someone that, that got, you know, interfered with. That makes sense. When they, were, when they were young. And it's one of these things that I'm trying to figure out in my life. And maybe it's just, you know, it's sometimes symptoms are just similar to one another and there is nothing there. Um, but it's one of those deals where every time I have, I don't know, there's, there's inclinations that, that show up. And so I, I was, while talking to, um, Didi, uh, on the board here, one of the things I remembered about being, uh, Didi is, uh, the feeling of insertion of having something within me in my lady parts. And which, you know, of course, I don't have that memory from this life. Uh, and then GD kind of admitted that, you know, something bad had happened to her. Yeah. And it was you know, in relation to that. And then I asked uh, if, you know, if if that had happened to me and she kind of went to the went to yes. And that's something to to really think on. But it's all, you know, it's one of those like, you know, it's it's an odd bit of confirmation, you know. So is that. You know, in that I am DD, if that is a separate entity, or am I talking to my subconscious and my subconscious is trying to make me remember something mm -hmm. or et cetera, et cetera. So that's a, that's a bit of a heavy thing. So, uh, yeah, that was that. Uh, and there's a bunch of, 
Not a bunch, but the the town name, and there's just some details that were weird. What was the town name she put out? Um, she spelled out L-A-M-C. L-A-M-C. Yeah. yeah. But then um, you mentioned Vermont, and then she verified Vermont for you. So yeah. a little later, we can look that up. And then um, we also noted, um, just uh, for people that are listening, so you guys can follow. Like, I, I do think you need to add the board session. I do think you need to add the board session Um to the podcast here yeah i think i will it's cool. uh the, the more i just it the, the only thing is if it doesn't sound listenable i'm gonna maybe just edit it down or something anyway Good they'll idea. hear it okay. yeah, yeah um that Dee Dee said that she was born in 1862 i'm reading off my notes here and died in 1873 so that would have made her only 11 years old and if she had lived in the mid 18th century that she um could very well have been illiterate or just had a um a hard time placing you know letters together so um some of the words that we were some of the answers that we were getting from her that may not have made sense that could explain why so this is just going to take a little bit more time to decipher yeah uh i was thinking about that as well um but since we have to do a podcast that people want to listen to that isn't about me being molested in multiple lifetimes, <laughs> let's 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 shift tones slightly here. Yeah, let's talk about me. Yeah. <laughs> well, on but on on the on the Ouija front, um, if you speak to a spirit, so the first time you were on, uh, we got in contact with something claiming to be a Native American spirit of some variety. That was related to you. Uh, that like, was related to me. Yeah, that that was here for you. And one of the one of the things that occurs to me uh, while that's happening is it's spelling things in English. Mm-hmm. Um, so to put too fine a point on it, Montana, what's up with that? <laughs> How can someone not speak English speaking like what's the what do you think the 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 mechanism that we're dealing with here is when you're talking to someone that either illiterate or has never heard English before or only knows English through being an ethereal thing floating near whatever. Yeah, that that is a fantastic question. Um, My theory behind that is because we now living and breathing biologically, physiologically, we are in our human bodies. For uh, those of you that keep up with me and um, all of my public appearances, I talk about my body as my stupid human meat sack. Yeah. Yeah, I so call I, it the entropic meat sack. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's so funny. So yeah. it's like it's like I'm like patting myself down right now. I'm like, you know, my meat sack, yeah. you know, me. Um, so my theory is that, you know, because we uh, are spiritual bodies literally stuck inside of our stupid human bodies or stupid human meat sacks, we are therefore limited by um, biology, the laws of gravity, the laws of society, you know, the impressed upon uh, religious uh, misconceptions, everything that society and other people and the biological world tell us that we're supposed to be, we are trying to break out of that and that is painful and and that's called detoxification and it means something different to everybody that's why some people are hardcore dreamers some people can access their higher selves in different manners but um to answer your question um there are spiritual bodies that are not stuck in stupid meat sacks. Maybe they were at some point. Maybe they were deceased humans, and then they left their their physical bodies, uh, which would in turn make them a ghost by definition. I'm not a big fan of the the word ghost. I think it's too labeling, um, and I think it's a little disrespectful. So when I refer to um, what the general public would say, um, a ghost or an angel or a demon, I'm not a fan of those words either because they're Christianized. Um, I say energy because we're all energy. Everything is energy. So looking at it from that perspective, stepping outside of of a religious specified lens, stepping outside of your own personal background and your own education, 
um, going outside of your comfort zone, understanding that because we are all energy, we are all part of this larger working inner consciousness, and that is how we communicate with each other. I'm not quite sure how that works, but I do believe that we are all telepathic to a certain extent. I believe that because uh, these spiritual bodies that are not stuck in their stupid meat sacks like we are, um, because they're not um, confined like we are, they know more than us. They're smarter than us. They're almost more evolved than us right now. And we are the ones that are struggling to communicate with them. And that's why we have tools like the Ouija board is basically, you know, like a an ethereal um, uh, cell phone that we use, right, to, to contact, you know, what it is that we can't always see with, with our, our own stupid meat sack eyeballs. So um, there is a leading theory that because we are all a part of a larger working inner consciousness, that it's not so much about uh, um, verbal language. It's not about the verbiage. It's not about the actual words or the vocabs that we use, that we communicate with each other through frequencies and through vibrations. And some of us can just feel that and interpret it better than others. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, hmm. I'm just trying to figure out in a, my problem uh, with all of this stuff and when I say all this stuff, we're literally in a room where there's like eight fucking decks of tarot behind you, multiple <laughs> occult instruments. Like I, I am in this stuff, so don't don't take this as like, grr, I'm being materialist. But like, totally. if we're if we're interpreting it through a, like either a, a Ouija board or anything, a scrying crystal, anything that's a communicative tool. Uh, well, I think I just answered my own question is that we're using our own language and they're just kind of. Exactly. Yeah, it's how so, we interpret it. Yeah. And yeah. so this is going to tie back. I was just going to say that this is going to tie back to what we were just talking about when we did the board session a few minutes ago, where um, an example that I always use is a really simple analogy. And I repeat myself all the time with it. But if um, because everything is self-definitive, everything is intimate, everything is um, circumstantial, because true spirituality truly is your your own individualized path. Therefore, there could be an entity in the room and Alex and I could be looking at the same entity. I may see her as a baby and Alex may see her as a grown woman. It doesn't mean that one of us is right or wrong. It just means that that is how we are interpreting whatever is happening. We are interpreting that event right now in this moment in time. And it could be um, my will. It could be like me, oh, I'm, I'm choosing to see it as a baby, or perhaps that entity, that is how that entity is is uh, choosing to be revealed. That could have been the avatar that that entity is choosing to reveal itself to me. So uh, again, there there are just so many factors. It's all basically a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, so I think it's the same with um, language. When uh, we use different um, resource tools to communicate, we are going, because we're all part of a larger working inner consciousness, it all travels through the same way we just navigate through it differently so i think when we use um the ouija board for example or tarot cards we can better communicate with somebody from a different um language from a different background from a different culture from a different region again because they are not limited to the confines that we are so we are the ones that have to figure it out and they know that so they interpret it they communicate with us and they interpret it for us the best way that they can and that is through the you know our, our predominant language that we use yeah yeah, that makes sense. You know, in in as much as any of this could make sense, you know, sense, I know, right? being, sense being a very you know kind of uh, inelegant word. Because if you think about it, yeah, like, you're like, yep, I totally get it. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you you kind of do it, uh, but on a level of like, I I think I understand this as well as you can because there's only 
we are limited by what can happen here. So exactly. in the same way, it's like, you know, that, that old, you get high in high school or college and you go, you ever think that the green that you see is a different green than I see? Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, there's nothing you can do about that. Exactly. It is, it is a, it is a dead end. So literally you understand it. We don't need to know the waveform. So we don't need to know how like the optic nerve works. It is just an interpretive thing that you can not yeah. possibly know what green is to another person yeah, exactly. in the same way this or another entity or whatever there's we can only do it as well as the instruments that we have to yeah. see it and that being this entropic meat sack you know we yeah. have to <laughs> stupid you know. meat sack and another yeah. example of this would be um something as simple as a dog whistle we we believe we know that dog whistles work we can't hear it but we watch the reaction of the canine as yeah. the canine is hearing and interpreting that whistle so again are, are we saying okay i went out and bought a dog whistle for my dog today because it totally works i know it works how do you know it works you can't hear it or do you feel it on a different level? Do you do you feel the vibration? Do you feel the frequency? And like me, um, I'm actually hearing impaired. I have really bad ears. I can usually always uh, um, pick up on a vibration or a frequency or a movement before I can actually hear it. So that's how I communicate with the environment that I live in. And I think that my hearing impairment has also greatly um, contributed to having a, a larger sixth sense and a bigger third eye than than most others stuck in their stupid stupid human meat sacks. Um, but yeah, even with uh, the the dog whistle, we um, we believe that we know that the dog whistle works. We believe that that we we know how it works, but we can't exactly explain why because that would mean that we would have to go inside, you know, the the existence of, of the dog that's experiencing it. And again, like the, a part of the the human and the animal um, experience or life experience is that it's self definitive, it's interpretive. So it's always going to mean something different for me than it does for you. Yeah. And so again, um, with the dog whistle analogy, that just goes to prove that we know that there are other levels out there. There are other dimensions. There are things that we can't always hear. There are things that we can't always see. So why why is it so difficult for people to understand that anything is possible? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is where people like I, I one of the things that I bristle at is when someone makes a claim about, well, that's not real or reality. Well, reality is the most nonsense. Like this room looks nothing like there isn't a room here. Like this is on one level vibrating, blah 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 blahs. So on the <laughs> next level, it's another thing. But like, there's there's right like right now there's things in the UV frequency. Like like yeah. ultraviolet frequency is in this room right now. Mm-hmm. So this room doesn't look like this. It only looks like this because our our eyeballs interpret yeah. this spe- very very specific wave band. Mm-hmm. Like so, the fact that we even have the balls to call something reality is nonsense because it's this is the the tiniest sliver of what's actually here, even That's, beyond yeah. like on a, like just on a, I mean, this is like proper science level. Like let's say we're atheists there. We're still seeing bullshit. Nothing of what's going on mm-hmm. in this room right now. You know? And it's one of the, I mean, we're, we're experiencing hearing each other, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, we could have eyes to see the waves in the air, but we yeah, don't. But we so don't. yeah, it's one of those. That's I, just, yeah, no, that's so yeah. true, and that's um, that's a really good point, and that's very self-aware of you, and I think that that is a big hindrance in the paranormal and parapsychological research communities that people are still so narrow-minded. You know, it's it's yeah. really about stepping outside of the box, stepping outside of the comfort zone, and learning to trust other people. So, you know, Alex, 
and by that I mean like Alex, you can come to me and be like, oh my God, Montana, you know, there's there's this big hairy devil man standing right next to you, and I'm gonna be like, no, there's not, because I can't see it. But it doesn't mean it's not there because what's true for you is true for you. Therefore, you are in fact creating and sustaining your own reality. And it is my job as a legitimate researcher to offer validation and to offer comfort and coping mechanisms if if I can do that for you as well. It's never my job to say no, you're wrong, or you know that that's definitely not what's happening. Because again, everything is self-definitive and there's such terror and beauty in that. And I love that. So it's, it's literally about people following their own intuition and carving out their own paths and seeking their own true truths. Yeah. That's a, there's this great Robert Anton Wilson quote uh, that's along the lines of belief is the death of thought. Mm-hmm. Is that the second you start believing in something, it doesn't matter if it's believing in wacky stuff like we're into it's still the second you believe in something, mm-hmm. then it's you're it's done. It's now now you've become stagnant. You know, right? So, yeah. Uh, like if you watch, and this is you know, if you there's a lot of researchers that I used to like, and they've kind of Graham Hancock. I'll just fuck. I'll call him out. I I used to love that man. He was <laughs> so great, and now he's just this. He just says the same shit. He had like one good idea 30 years ago. and But it, you can see him falling for all the other tropes. And now he's like into like, you know, energy research and blah, blah, blah. And maybe not energy research, but you can watch him go from like actual researcher to peop- a guy that believes in all the weird shit. And it's just, it's like this depressing, like, oh, there goes thought. Like there goes, yeah, the, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and yeah, it's just Robert Anton Wilson is yeah. one of one of the only people I think actually had a really good grasp on things where yeah. everything is bullshit. <laughs> like right. it's the, the entirety, even the thing. Things you really love those That's probably funny. especially bullshit because well yeah. i i love like in in my line of work i love to call bullshit but i call bullshit on myself all the time yeah so i think that um it is my job to maintain a healthy level of skepticism and open-mindedness so that means that when i'm questioning you it doesn't mean that that i'm attacking you it doesn't mean that i'm saying oh i don't believe you it means i'm questioning you you know i i because i want to know like please tell me more about your experience and you know what can i learn from it this is you know amazing and we need to honor it but I do the same with myself. Like if I'm ever doing um, ritual work by myself, if I'm doing investigative work, whatever I might be doing, and if something happens, I'm like, whoa, shit. Like, is this really real? How did I do this? You yeah. know, what, what are all the components? And you literally have to break everything down. And um, that's fun because we really want to get to the core of things to understand them. But also we need to make sure we don't get too uh, formulative and that we don't make it too mathematical because if you keep breaking it down, it just turns into a mess. And I think most of the time these amazing, beautiful, honorary um honorary, you know, spiritual encounters that we have, we're supposed to look at them as just that. And I mean, by all means, always question and always challenge and always rebel, you know, maintain an open level of skepticism and open mindedness. But the whole point, um, to go back to what we were talking about with our stupid meat sacks, the whole point is that we are spiritual bodies stuck in our stupid human bodies. So um, we are always fighting and we're always trying to get out and we're always looking for more. And that needs to, again, you know, I, I keep saying this, that that needs to be honored. Um, that it's that, that, that quest and, and that knowledge for more. And it's so funny because, um, uh, as a theologian, um, going through my, um, theology department, I went to an only, um, uh, I went to a Catholic school, a Catholic, Catholic liberal arts college, and I was the only non-Catholic in the Catholic mm-hmm. theology department. Super fun. 
um, lots of fun for me. Um, there's this, uh, uh, you know, Catholic social teachings. Um, they uh, talk about this notion of solidarity, and I relate that to um, my version of the larger working inner consciousness, that we are all connected and we are all related, and we do have a beautiful, amazing, significant role to play. And uh, because everything is organic, you know, our roles are going to shift and everything is, is going to shift. So it's about um, being kind to yourself. It's about, you know, believing in yourself and following your intuition. But I agree with what you said, Alex, not always having a firm belief. You can still have convictions. This is who I am and this is who I want to be. And I hope I'm going to be a better person tomorrow than I am today. And that's why we keep having these experiences. Um, and uh, this, what I loved, uh, one of the the biggest things that I took away from um, my uh, Catholic education was that the early Christian church fathers, uh, predominantly the early Catholic fathers, um, were talking, and, you know, Aquinas, uh, he's, he's a perfect example, was talking about how um, human beings, how we really do have this this drive, this, this need to keep asking more questions, and that we want to feel loved, and we want to feel accepted. We want to feel like there's something bigger or better out there for us, and that we we uh, create this for ourselves so that we um, have comfort in it. Well, Thomas Aquinas said, well, you know, that's just proof of God's existence. You know, that's the tether. That's the tether between the human body and the spiritual body. Of course, everybody knows that I'm a hardcore pagan. I, I do not subscribe in, you know, one monotheistic godhead. But um, Thomas Aquinas, I, I do believe that he got that that information. I think he, he misconstrued it incorrectly, but he was onto something, you know, that there yeah. is something larger and wider and more beautiful out there. And we are already a part of it. It's just about learning how to navigate through it. Yeah, there's just uh, the idea I like about the kind of religion as a whole is, you know, the whole Christian consciousness thing that there are these touchstones where certain people get the get the right idea. Then they tell other people and those people fuck it up horribly immediately. <laughs> so like Krishna, you know, tells tells the world the truth and then they just completely misunderstand it, start a caste system and ruin everything. Mm -hmm. You know, the Krishna consciousness becomes Christ consciousness where it's like right. love everybody and then it turns into like a murdering uh, just men running everything awful unbalanced garbage heap you know it's right. it becomes you know you know christian consciousness is buddha which is you know don't really strive for th you know the four noble truths really easy stuff and then it turns into you know just they they're fucking fierce warriors and have hurt a ton of people and become dogmatic and awful and yep. yeah so the idea is you know just that stupid meat sack shit is you know uh, we're given perfect information and you know perfect love and then turn it into you know a, a a fucking dumb, <laughs> you know, a, a sex cult or, you know, somebody owning a whole shitload of cars over in the Oregon desert. You know? Right. I yeah. know. That is funny. Um, I, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't have time for it. But um, like every time I, I catch a, a quick glimpse of something or something new that's on TV, like some sort of a spiritual warfare show, it is funny that um, the, the the higher beings, like the, you know, those that um, some people would call angels and demons are always talking about how humans are fucking shit up. And it's true because we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's why. That's why I like the whole. You know, the the one of the things that I like about the the Satanists, and and I find I, a more annoying group of people you'll never meet. But I do like the them identifying with Lucifer. You know, he mm -hmm. wanted to teach us stuff. Like that's a 
that's that should be the hero of that story, you know? Oh, my God. I yeah. completely agree. It's just and, everything that um, happened after that. LaVey is the most irritating human on the planet. Him and Crowley should have a fight between... <laughs> Wouldn't that be you, fun? Yeah, who you'd least want to spend time in a room with. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. And um, uh, just to um, be concise that Lucifer and Satan are, are two different things. And I know most people yeah. um, interchange them uh, incorrectly. So, like, a, as a theology nerd for myself, I just want to make sure that the audience is clear on that. Well, I mean, so. Satan is, like, the... Church of, Church Satan. of Satan, yeah, who yeah. use Lucifer as their as their kind of example. Not figure. Lucifer, yeah. Satan. What do they refer to Lucifer in their in their in their written works? As, um, yeah, the whole falling star thing. They're yeah. using Satan as a metaphor. I don't mean Satan worshippers. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah got it. Yeah. Okay, it's, I just want to yeah. make sure. No, it's knows. that. Yeah, he's terrible. It, Levey is the worst. He's he used to be a jeans <laughs> model. He's that's I'm, funny. Yeah. I don't agree that he's completely the worst, but I know what you mean. No, I'm he's kind not, of the same no, with, with Crowley. Yeah. It's <laughs> like it's like you know some people like absolutely love him or absolutely hate him, and I can um, respect him. You know, as a practitioner, I can respect him as an occultist. I can respect him. You know, as a writer and as uh, um, an academic, um, but uh, again, spirituality—it's it, supposed to be self-definitive. You know, I think the whole point is taking these different tenets and these different ideas from uh, these different leaders and these different experiences and literally carving your own path. Yeah, like Crowley, I, I, I find as a human, I find him abhorrent, but I think he made like the best tarot deck. Like, I love that deck mm-hmm. to no end. Like, it's it's been a massively positive influence yeah, on my life. Yeah, I have like, one of those. Yeah, fantastic. Love the Crowley. Like, love his deck, and some of his writing is. Uh, what he gets what he's getting to I like I think he's a so him saying that he wants to be clear about things and then writing the way he does is the most infuriating thing in the universe because <laughs> he's not writing clearly at all like he's, yeah. he's being obfuscating as 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 much as possible yeah. it's like oh come on dude that's that you're going against your own thing and maybe that's some kind of you know they say he's he was a bit of a joker and maybe that was like yeah. the joke but definitely dramatic yeah. i feel like he was trying too hard like like oh, yeah. just to be dramatic it's like no it's like you know we we don't need the bells and whistles you know we, we just you know need the information and then we will do what we want with it yeah that's that's what i, I the parts i like but then the rest of it is just, yeah that's what i'm saying i wouldn't want to be stuck in a room with him i like <laughs> like some of his ideas but boy whew, that just seems like an irritating human being yeah <laughs> But also, yes. you know, the whole he maybe if he theoretically killed children, so that I'm not really big on that either. You know, <laughs> you know. Well, <laughs> if I could interrupt you, I've been sitting here with my little book in front of me. Um, so I want to tell our listeners that um, when did I when did I run into you? Like two or three weeks ago. Sure. We were we were out um, having um, drinks with a few of our friends with um, Eric and Heather and hi guys, and um, I think. Eric was already with you, and yeah. then I didn't know you were at the bar. I met up with you. I was like, hey, Alex. And then um, you had a couple of stones on you, and you asked me to hold one. What stone was that? I don't remember. Uh, that was uh, Moldavite. Was it? Okay. Yeah. And then, um, like, I had had a couple drinks at that point in the in the night, and um, you were just like, here, Montana, just hold it and just tell me if you just happen to get anything from it. And then I'm holding it, and I'm like, holy fuck. And then the next thing I know, I'm whipping out my little, um, my little you know, notebook that I keep in, in my purse, and I'm writing down pages of information, yeah. and Alex is like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's uh, – I know. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you thought of that because it is uh, – um... That stone has a running commentary on this show. It shows up oh, a lot. So yeah, uh, cool. Okay. So what did what did you get from yes, it? Yes. So um, I remember that night I was like, Alex, I got some you know some information and some images off off the stone for you. Um, and then you're like, Oh my god, this is awesome! Tell me. And I thought it would be great to reveal it to you on the show. So um, everybody is going to be hearing this all together at the same time. So um, 
what I wrote down was that you are the third owner, and you'll have to tell me if any of this resonates with you or not, um, that you are the third owner and that uh, the first was an old woman. Uh, and I wrote, says she liked the smell of hyacinth. Springtime is her favorite time of the year, so her energy is coming out in the – can't me read my handwriting now – coming out oh coming out in the stone but the dude doesn't like it so there was a male entity that was standing uh behind you and he was kind of hovering over you um with like hunched back um arms and kind of in like a, an intimidating posture because he didn't like that I could see him so he was trying to intimidate me and um then I wrote, now she's coming through, showing me a light lavender color. She's loving, motherly, and she is a protective energy that she's protecting Alex from the dude. That's exactly what I wrote. So this um, gentleman uh, figure, the male figure that I saw behind you, he was um, not being very kind to you. And then the woman that was associated with the stone was feeling like it was her motherly duty to basically shield you from him and protect you from him. And then I wrote, the dude is stronger. He's stronger than her. And that um, he is showing me a pearl necklace and a large bright green meadow. And then I asked a lady to tell me her name. And she said, Joan. I wrote down Joan, J-O-A-N. And then I asked her if there's anything else she wanted to say to me. And she said, Z-Bat. And I wrote Z-Bat or Z-Backs. So that's spelled Z-E-E-B-A-T or Z-E-E-B-A-X. And then I wrote underneath it, not human. So I assume that she was trying to tell me that the uh, dark male figure that was standing behind you was not human and that was his name or that's what she called him and that you were supposed to be aware of him. Uh, well, that is uh, terrifically interesting. I. Uh... I don't know anything about the history of that stone. Mm -hmm. uh, I, it's as far as I know, it came straight from the impact site to me, but mm -hmm. that I literally know nothing about it. Hmm. However, that is interesting about the people you're picking up on. Cause I keep saying there's like weird attachment, shitty dudes near me. And yeah. that might be that. Yeah. Z-Bad is actually like a thing and I don't know what it is. That's why I'm trying to look it up really quick. Okay. Um, I think it's like, yeah, and I forgot about it until I literally just pulled it out of my purse when I got here. I was supposed to look it up later, and I forgot. I th what the hell? Um, oh, no, it's apparently it's from a game. And it's um, Z-E-B-A-T. Yeah, Z-Bax, I didn't come up with it. Oh, no, uh, apparently it's from a game. It's a ship. That's weird. <laughs> Sunless Sea Wiki. I don't know anything about games. So. I, I don't either. I have no idea what that means. Yeah. What about Z-Backs? And I could have... Um, and that's that's not what she spelled out for me. That's yeah. what I heard. So I could be misspelling it wrong. Or she well, could have been like Z-Bat or th something. Those, you know... Uh, um, phonemes next to each other rings a familiar bell to me. And I certainly have never played that video. I don't know... I'm borrowing my brother's video game system right now. Like, I don't know anything about them. I know the three games I've played. Uh, that's it. And that's not part of those three. So uh, maybe if anybody at home, that rings a familiar bell yeah. is listening to this. Because that, th that word sounds cool. very familiar to me. Really? And having... Yeah, that's ringing I'm a very so familiar bell. I'm so good at my yeah. job. <laughs> yeah, and having the, the, the uh, negative mail... Uh, attached to me i as i said that I'm, wasn't surprising though because we yeah. talked about that when i was here two years ago but, yeah yeah but i, saw I, him I have a, i'm a weird magnet and it, yeah so if if people that can 
if there's like, hey, look, there's a lady that can see spirits or like there's whatever going on. I walk in and the shit gets energetic. It's yeah. just, I, it's a useless skill unless there's somebody else nearby because, yeah, you know, they, yeah, they rarely talk to me directly. And have we talked about this before? I, I don't know. Maybe I lectured you about this last time I was here two years ago, but um, I agree with what you just said. I, I can I can feel slash see that from you but a lot of that all of that activity and them draining you that is directly related to your anxiety that you suffer which is you know the the um problem with a lot of the other social issues that that you always talk about so yeah that's always something you and i can explore more together here's here's, i can tell you the exact thing that's wrong with me and this is one of the few things i've ever figured out about myself is that i am i have to be completely open and i am a massive empathetic like I just feel the person next to me like like it's me. Like, I just, I have that. If I turn that off, I become an absolute asshole. Mm-hmm. I learned that about myself when I was young because I thought I hated people. So I just did this whole, oh, I'm, 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 I'm mad. <laughs> but when I did it, it was because I was very disappointed by them. And so I turned off the whole empathy thing and I just became an arrogant, just shitwad of a human. Yeah. And not, not that bad. But I mean, no, in comparison I, to, I totally you know, get it. So I have to live open. Unfortunately, I can't, I've never gotten the balance right of being open and not letting every rando spirit take advantage of that. I've gotten pretty good at like fighting them. Like I don't let a lot in, like I'm not like taken off, but like it is, it is wearying more than, you know, anything else. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I suppose if I didn't have an office job, I probably would have the energy for this, but it's like, you know, when when you have 40 hours of your week devoted to some other bullshit, it's like, Oh God, I don't, I don't want some random fucking thing picking up. Like, so the first, when I moved here, I was so happy to move into this place. This is the, I think this is the second place in my life I've ever lived in that isn't haunted. Really? I picked up nothing. It was just this clean, easy, like, and it's old too, but Mm -hmm. it's like nothing was here. But then every now and again, like something follows me back. I'm like, what the fuck? Leave me alone, guys. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, so I've got tourmaline, like, every every room that you enter, yeah. there's little bits of tourmaline, and, like, I've got all the hidden sigils all over the place to try to keep the place, like, because, yep, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, it's it's yeah. about self-care. It's yeah. like, you know, people like us, you know, they 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 know about us, they, they can find us, they can spot us, and they drain us if we let them. And I was actually, um, I've been talking to my buddy Spain about this quite a bit lately. Hi. Um, uh, how to better shield myself. So uh, that's the path that I'm on. On right now because yeah. I'm realizing the more I explore and the the um, bigger I become my my light my beacon and or I call it you know my darkness because I'm not a, a light worker um, it's just what whatever you know that that laser beam you know like that that weird you know freak flag that that we wave you know whatever it is that that the um, the, the other um, sensitive beings like us that are out in the larger working inner consciousness we're able to find each other we're able to see each other we can smell each other we can um, sense each other because we have a, a different um, level of existence. We we sound different and we feel different. And um, so what I've been working on lately is the more I grow, the more open I become, which is super exciting, but it's harder for me to maintain the the balance. And, and um, it's, it's hard, like, you know, it's really hard being um, stuck inside of a human body. It's really hard being a human when you're supposed to be living in a spiritual and a metaphysical world, you know? So yeah. it, again, it's about finding that that balance and some days i'm okay at it other days i just i'm i'm a wreck and then yeah i i turn into a super dick too so i totally get it yeah i went through this thing where i was doing these third eye exercises for a while like just third eye meditation i got to the point that like like not not metaphorically i could see with my eyes closed like i had like i was 
fucking it was I was like TN from yeah, Dragon Ball, I which you. you're not gonna understand that reference. It's from TV, but there's like four nerds at home that are like, yeah, Alex, way to go. Um, <laughs> Hi, nerds. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, oh, man, that just that opened up some weird shit of like just there was just creepy crawlies and other things yeah. that are just like. Just started, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta not do this. Like, mm-hmm. this is, I don't have the kind of life where I have the, the kind of energy and time to deal with this. So it's like, it's unfortunate. I had to kind of like step back some of my like kind of spiritual practices because it's like, I need to afford rent. Like, I, I can't, yeah. I can't go this level of nuts and show up to work in the morning. You know, I know like, what you mean. Yeah. yeah. And doesn't that suck? Because I, yeah. I want to get to that level of nuts. And like some days I feel like I do, I get super close to it and you're right. Then you have to pull back because you're like, wait a second. You know, like, you know, I have to eat food. I have to drive a car. You know, yeah. I, I'm a part of society. I have to do all of these things. Yeah. If I didn't have the, I mean, a bitch about a lot, but like, oh, by the way, people at home, patreon.com slash Alex Mullen. If you support me at some point, I can get even weirder. If Yay! I don't have to work five days a week, I could get support super Support Alex. Support yes, Alex. please. It's it's a cup of coffee a month. Free the weird. <laughs> free the weird. Yeah, because, oh, man, I just, there, there are times where, like, I could see this going just some, like, I'll, I'm going to be naked in a jungle somewhere. Just, just. <laughs> covered in mud and ayahuasca just be like oh this would be great for the show oh my god i want you to do this and i'm gonna do my best to remote view in and i'm gonna be like hi alex well hey if i make the money to quit (laughs) fuck i'll buy a ticket with you let's go naked island adventure all right so (laughs) we 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 really have to start wrapping up but let's at least answer questions from the audience very quickly um that's too long of a question um here we go. From Eric. Are cryptids related to UFOs? If so, does Bigfoot have a pilot's license? <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, yes, I think they are related to UFOs um, because I think that everything is related to UFOs. We are interdimensional beings, ETs and uh, Sasquatch and angels, demons, uh, ghosts, uh, again, topically, energies, what I call energies. We are all interdimensional beings and we are all a part of the, that larger working inner consciousness that we've been talking about for this last hour. Um, we are able to access it and travel through it differently based off of our own experiences and our level of expertise. But uh, because we are interdimensional beings, Beings, we are basically all the same, but we're not. So I, um, it's funny because I, to my knowledge or to my cognitive knowledge, I have uh, not yet to have a encounter with Bigfoot or Sasquatch, which is um, actually it pisses me off because I'm I'm from Montana. I'm a hardcore outdoorsy girl. I'm I'm super hippie. I'm always outside. I'm always hiking. I'm I'm always camping. I'm always backpacking. I'm always you know out riding my bike long distances and in weird little areas. And I keep hoping that I'm gonna like yeah. run into Bigfoot. I'm like Bigfoot. I know that you can see me. I know that you can smell me like you know one of one of your one of the bigfoots just 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 come here just come here just just you know show yourself to me please and it hasn't happened yet that that i that i'm aware of um but i have seen fairies i've seen little gnomy guys i i see elementals um i obviously see deceased people um it's it's you know part of what i do for work and um so to circle back because we are all interdimensional beings i think that we and i'm gonna do my best to answer this without going on a complete extraterrestrial rant um i believe that we are some of us more than others that we are all ETs and I believe I absolutely believe in the existence of ETs I absolutely believe that they have been present um, longer than we even probably care to uh, realize and I uh, absolutely believe in UFOs what we call them UAP now is unidentified aerial phenomenon and I absolutely uh, 
think that the sky gods that our pagan ancestors talked about were were not actually, you know, gods, you know, just appearing you know, from the clouds that they were actual ETs. And when I say ETs, I don't necessarily mean, you know, little green men running around. I mean, interdimensional beings that we come from, whether we come from different planets or different solar systems, and I think that we absolutely do, that we come from different dimensions, that we come from different planes, and they are all literally existing on top of each other at the same time. So again, it's about figuring out how to navigate through that. And some of us can just see through it better than others. So to answer Eric's question, um, I think that Chris um, and again, to, to clarify that for the audience, that would mean, you know, uh, what some uh, people might describe as, you know, monsters, as some sort of uh, entity or being that is mythologically a part of our um, vocabulary, but it hasn't technically been proven yet. So um, not just Sasquatch, but like, you know, yeah, Chupacabra, Rope, yeah, all yeah, them, yeah, exactly. So, My audience knows. They're good. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I trust them to know the cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yes, I, I, I say this all the time. I think that anything is possible. A shit is real. Magic is real and everything is real. So, um, and for me, uh, the big white rabbit hole that I've been falling down into hard these last couple of years is um, the uh, search for understanding um, extraterrestrial life and life forms and the philosophy behind it and what it all means and what it means for me and yeah. me and my experience, me being stuck in my stupid human meat sack right now. So, um, uh, yes, I think that uh, they absolutely are related to UFOs and ETs because we all are. Yeah, I come from that that Jacques Vallée school too, where it's you know, it's all kind of the same phenomenon viewed yeah. differently. Um, I was I think Eric asked because uh, I he had never heard the term trans that dimensional Bigfoot, and he freaked the fuck out. Admittedly oh. drunk, uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So I had to explain to him the whole uh, the whole kind of trans dimensional. So here's what I do. This we'll close up on just because we he said something similar to my view. Anytime I'm sitting in a park, I try to just calm my mind and say, if anybody can hear me, come sit down on the bench next to me. I like that. I, I, I just to see if it hasn't happened yet, but I think it's gonna. But anytime I'm in the woods, far enough in the thing, every time if I'm driving my car, I'll ch- if I'm turning a corner, I go, and Bigfoot. Right. And Bigfoot. I know. And I still haven't seen one yet. And I'm, there's I, nothing more frustrating in the world than having not seen a Bigfoot. I live, I live yeah. in the Pacific Northwest. Come on. I, right. should be, I will tell you, um, uh, I have been having, and and I'm super open about this. I've been talking about this nonstop because I'm obsessed with it, and it's so significant. Um, I've been, these last couple of years, I've been having um, actual profound ET encounters, and um, when that started to happen with the the well-respected colleagues that I work with within my field, very intelligent, well-respected academics, um, they, and of course, I, I... was only at the time telling a few people because I know how crazy it sounds. And I was like, I I think I just need like a a little bit of direction. Like what the fuck is going on with me right now? What is happening to me right now? Um, That uh, when I started having these experiences and I'm talking outside of talking to dead people, that's like nothing to me anymore. Like I'm talking like weird, crazy shit. Um, uh, I was talking to one person, um, a, a leading ufologist in the Portland area whom I respect greatly. And, um, he was like, no, Montana. He's like, this is, you know, this isn't the first time this has happened to you. This is the first time you've cognitively recalled it happening to you. And then after I accepted that and, and, you know, really let that sink in, I started to remember more shit. 
And then as I started to remember more shit, more shit started to happen to me. So it's exactly what you and I were just talking about when we were doing our board session, you know, how when we um, open up, you know, because we know that we know that these things are around. So it's about, you know, our our choice. We're going to, you know, ignore them today and then maybe talk to them tomorrow, you know, based off off of our, our, you know, energetic level for the day or whatever we may have going on emotionally. But, um, you know, again, like everything is real anything is possible. So it's about being open to the fact that we can't always trust our own um, human brain, but but we can trust our intuition. We can trust our own selves as our own best instruments. I talk about this all the time, like whether I'm working in investigation, whether I'm working uh, one-on-one with a client, always trust your intuition, always trust what you're feeling. doesn't always mean that it's it's, uh, the right emotion because we have um, the capability to control our emotions and to not always be reactive. So that's a whole different level of being self-aware. But um, it's really about, um, uh, and again, I, I said this earlier, it's about searching for your own true truths. And self-education is paramount. You know, read, 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 and research, research, re- research, and explore and experiment and go out there and see what it is that you can start cognitively remembering and then allow yourself to be so open that all of these other things are really going to start to uh, fill in and open up for you. And isn't that the whole point of, of being here? Isn't that the whole point of living a human existence is, you know, taking advantage of the time that we have now, you know, to, to really fight and, and you know, to, to have fun and to do whatever the fuck it is that we want to do so that when we do shed our stupid human meat sacks, you know, we are better off and then we can go do something in another plane or in another dimension and then hopefully continue to, you know, to work on the betterment of, of our own energies and the betterment of those around us. Yeah, one hopes, because if I'm stuck talking to future me through a Ouija board like 300 years from now, I'm going to be a little pissed. Right. <laughs> She's like, oh, come on. I got to get it right eventually. I know. Yeah. Or think about this for a minute. Like, what if um, Dee Dee, like, what year did she say she was born in 1862? So what if, like, like little five-year-old Dee Dee, like, got a vision of you now? Oh, Yeah. And then she would have been like, well, what's happening? So this is, yeah. you know, future me and how many generations from now? And, and I'm a man and yeah. what is happening? Yeah. And that's um, actually really fascinating from a pagan perspective because um, it's a leading theory in Hinduism that, um, you know, uh, retrospectively to say topically that, you know, time travel is true and that uh, reincarnation is true and that uh, all of these things that they interlap over each other, making them a part of each other. Everything is weaved and everything is working with each other simultaneously. So that would explain astral projection that would explain you know uh whether it is that we do travel through these black holes you know that that we're you know so excitedly learning more about right now yeah um so yeah everything is real anything is possible yeah it's uh, uh, you know within the within the scope of brahma and his breath going in and out and repeating the cycle yeah, yeah. i love hinduism the best that <laughs> and buddhism second place yes um all right so we got to wrap up here uh you have to go uh have a social life um <laughs> yeah i have a life alex yes no, I didn't mean that sarcastically. Yeah, you're like meeting friends or something. I, forget I what am. You said. Yeah, God. I, for for once, I was being real. Um, <laughs> all right, so give give everybody at home where where they can find you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and just uh, real quick, thank you again so much for having me. Um, I know my that, pleasure. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we were finally able to um, make this work. But um, yeah, thank you so much for everybody uh, for taking the time to listen. And Alex is great. Um, Alex doesn't want to be working a, a job five days a week. Please support his Patreon. Please support Alex. Let's let's make Alex more weird. And um, for those of you that are interested in learning more about me, I am all over the place, but one-stop shop. Go to MontanaJordan.com, and then you can access my Instagram, my Twitter, and my Facebook that way. And I actually have a really exciting year this year. I will be making um, announcements pretty soon, so stay tuned. All right. Cool. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. uh, uh, Bye, audience.
What follows is the unedited Ouija reading. So if you hear any ghostly voice in the background or anything funky like that, please report back because that'd be rad. But anyway, here you go. So here's here's my, my life recently. I have in my past gone to past life readings and things like that. And I had two people that, that I was aware of. And they're both really vague. Very anyway, recently... And this might be a psychotic break. It might be a past life. It might be somebody talking to me. <laughs> I remember being a woman, which I've never remembered before. Both past lives were totally dudes. And you throw out, I'm gonna take them off. Okay. So I don't, I don't entirely know what that is. I and know I that I've been a dude more than I've been a female in my past lives. So yeah. That's not wonky at all. No, it, that's not the part that I found wonky. It's that I'm 38 and I'm only starting to remember this, which makes me think... No, that's not wonky. Because generally past life, it's like, you're like four, you're like, I used to be an airplane man, and then you forget by the time you're six. Well, that's the whole point. Like, we yeah. grow up and we become tarnished by society and religious concepts and all of the things that are supposed to keep us from being the free-thinking individuals that we are. And it's uh, usually not until later in our life that we start to really uh, question and rebel. And then when we do, we open ourselves up more. And that yeah. is when the answers and the memories start to come forth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's a good point. But I've blasted my brain open for my whole life. Like, it's <laughs> it's weird for, for me. It's strange this happening. Because even, like, like, you know, like Indian, like, subcontinent Indians, like, that believe in reincarnation still have that, like, young person thing. So, I don't... I mean, I guess I'm saying this by means of maybe it's not reincarnation and somebody's trying to talk to me, but I don't know why someone would try to talk to me with memories of being a woman, mm -hmm. which is weird. And it's more feelings, like physical, like, I think I remember having the different downstairs parts to, to word totally it very yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, and I can see that that's weird to you, but it's yeah. not weird. It's not uncommon. Yeah, no, I just more mean it's awkward to talk about on a show that hundreds, if not thousands of people <laughs> listen like, to. Let's talk about my past life vagina. Yeah, exactly, yes. I, I remember what it feels like to have something inside a part I don't own. Is, is, is it awkward? No, nope, yeah. I get it. I mean, I've, I can't believe I'm going to say this sentence. I've definitely said weirder on this show. It's just... <laughs> So I don't know if I don't know if this is the right way to go about it. I just couldn't think of another way to go about it because I've gone to past life, and I was like a Roman apothecary scribe guy, and then I had a vague memory of being in a couple at some like it was just me and a lady in the woods, and I don't that's it. I got the briefest wisp of a sort of memory. Mm -hmm. So I don't think past, going to another past life regression could work because all I got was you know those two, which mm -hmm. not complaining. That's rad. Yeah. But I don't know what to do about that. So I'm like, yeah. oh, well, uh, Montana's coming on the show soon. You've got an oracular board and, and a skill set to use it. Like, maybe we should try talking to this lady. I think that's yeah. a fabulous idea. Yeah. And I actually um, love that, that you came up with this and that we're following through with it. Um, because most people um, only understand that the Ouija and um, other talking boards um, are to be utilized as paranormal communicative devices, meaning that um, we can use them to communicate with outside stimuli, of course. But more importantly than that, and something that people don't talk about as often, uh, let alone engage in as much as I'd like to start seeing people do, is that it is a parapsychological communicative device. So that means that it is uh, like a tarot cards or some other occultic tool. You can usually um, literally and actually use it as a tool to help you um, get in touch with a higher form of your own consciousness or yeah. your subconscious or your higher self. So that's what we're going to do today. Yeah, cool. That's what I was thinking. Because I remember I, I, years ago when I got into, not got into, but I was reading about the Ouija board. Was, and I, I'm going to pronounce it differently every time I say it. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> um, is 
the the original when it came out as uh, oh is that the dude William William Fold? Well, when, this when, is yeah yeah when the dude that came out with this version. Uh, he was thinking uh, that basically he was a toy manufacturer and thought it was um, the idiomotor effect. I don't know if they called it that back then. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but yeah. that's actually super useful. Yeah. Because that's like therapy. Like if you can yeah. have. And, and yeah, it is yeah, true. Yeah. Like yeah. it is. It is partially scientifically true. It has been yeah. proven. But that's not the only like way or the yeah. only reason why the board works. Like a lot of naysayers think. Yeah. But yeah. So you're just uh, talking about William Fold. He was a gentleman that patented it um, in the late 1800s out of Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. That dude. Yeah. I. I. I they, the problem, I read all this shit like 15 years ago, and I remember like this half-remembered thing about one I aspect of it. I have such a shit yeah. memory. But I have the thing with, it, so I always talk about this with tarot cards, and this might be a better example of it, is when people ask me if I believe in tarot cards, I'm like, yeah, both ways. Where it's like, yeah, I think there's communication with something higher, and I also think it's a means of just decalcifying your worldview and having, you know, just a, a series of images help you think about the world differently, and it's totally scientific. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that there's spirits involved. <laughs> so there's yeah. like, but this is another like kind of example where it's like, yeah, it's the idiomotor effect, but also it's something talking to you. You know, there's there could be two, you know, what do they call it, overlapping magisteria. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah no, I fancy completely words. agree. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both, and that's what's so great about um, occult tools is that they are um, so intimate, and every experience is circumstantial and self-definitive. So um, every time you use a different occult tool, it's going to be organic. It's going to be uh, different. So I might be able to use my board here one day, and I get awesome results, and then the next day I'll just be sitting here for an hour, and literally nothing will happen. Yeah. You know? So it, it's a day-to-day thing, and there's so many factors that uh, most researchers don't even take into account and that would be environmental factors whether uh and then um other people's energy that might be um on the property or close by or perhaps um a weird sleep state encounter that you had that night when you were in bed like there's so many factors that you have to take into account that's why i encourage people to just always use the board just use it often and get as familiar with it as you can so that yeah. you can start to figure out what that pattern is and what works best for you yeah totally that's actually similar tarot advice of just keep flipping them as much as you possibly can, and then eventually they're going to start working for you, and then you'll get to the point that you can't explain why they work, and it's frustrating. That's, yeah, I yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. I love that. So people are like, yeah, so Montana, how does the board work? I'm like, well, my scientific and professional opinion is I don't fucking know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's like, you kind of have to study for like a whole bunch of years, and then you can come out with like a really definitive I don't know. Not not <laughs> not your first day, I don't know. This is an exactly. entirely different system. I have system. theories, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I don't know, and yeah. I love that. That's why I'm not a mathematician. I, I love love being in the realm of a philosophy and metaphysics and theology where um, anything is possible. That's what yeah. I need. Yeah, we were talking about this on the show the other night of how I think the second falsifiability comes in. It's why I don't like astrology. Is when you have an overlap, there's this massive amount of data, and they say, well, that's because, that's, that'll cause this to happen. Well, at that point, that's math. Mm-hmm. And we can disprove that math or prove that math. And since no one's proved it, I can't believe in astrology. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, fuck, there goes magic. But this one, nope, there's yeah. no math. I'm pointing at the board people at yeah. all. I, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Well, that is true. That does make sense. Um, I am an advocate for astrology, but again, it's the same with um, other resources and other tools. I can say that I have a belief in it, that I respect it as a possible resource for when I need to utilize it, but yeah. I don't put complete stock into it because, yeah. again, everything is self-definitive, and that's something I think people need to remember. Yeah, I just think the, I kind of like, I mean, I like astrology. I shouldn't say, like, I just don't believe in it. In the, like, in that tarot, I can use a tarot deck and go, well, this is just me talking to myself. Yeah. And, and but then I can also say this is me talking to spirits. Astrology, I feel like it's only me talking to myself. There's not the second layer, because it's like, there's enough math that it's like, I mean, I said on the show that if, if when a certain house under a certain sign 
that says this is a good time to have babies. You can just look at a data set. If babies don't spike with people under that sign, mm-hmm. to me, that's demonstrable proof of that side of it isn't. But if you want to read it as, like, tea leaves or whatever, cool. You know, True, just yeah. overcomplicate the universe and try to see the future out of it. Big fan. Exactly, yeah. yeah that's another theory, just um, uh, putting um, suggested thoughts into people and into clients. So I have to be careful about that when I'm working with uh, an individual or a group. Yeah. If, um, let's say, for example, I'm working in investigation and I see something in the corner... Um, unless it's really imperative at that moment, I won't bring it up until later because then everybody else in the room is going to be focused on what it is that I'm seeing, which is great. But what about what everybody else is seeing? You know, like we all yeah. have very important roles to play. So again, it's self-definitive. Like I may look at, um, we, you and I may be looking at the same female entity and I may see her as a baby. You may see her as an old woman. It doesn't mean that one of us is incorrect. It just means that that is how we are portraying that moment in existence for whatever reason. Yeah. 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 I did. All right. So, what do we do? What's what's your what's your advice on how to okay. how to so, figure some of this stuff out? What we are doing here, people, we are using one of my personal Ouija boards, and we're not using a talking board. We're using using an actual um, uh, Hasbro uh, Ouija board. And so, you want to. So, do you want to ask the board basic questions as yourself to learn more about the woman that you believe you were, or do you want to tap into? and call her forth how do you want to handle this um i mean i suppose if uh, you know if, if if i had my druthers trying to talk to this woman would be would be interesting mm-hmm. but i don't really i mean i this is such a horseshit answer i don't have a preference this is very new like <laughs> this, this is has been the past like i'm leaving yeah well <laughs> it's just this is like the past month that i've been starting to have these weird strange kind of things show up of like that's awesome yeah and, and like oh this is and it like I've been living in this world for I, over 25 years. I've been doing weird occult nonsense. It's weird when a new one shows up. I'm oh, like, no, hey, I know. Wait a second. This, I know. I'm 38. I've been doing this shit for too long to like, and it's like, all right, it's weird. But yeah, don't I'm be fu- surprised by that. Like, yeah. like, the more you get open, the more weird shit is going yeah, to happen, and that's an honor. Yeah, it's just, it's odd. Like, I mean, I've, I've yeah, filled my head full of mushrooms and said someone talked to me, like, <laughs> on many, many occasions. And it's weird that's like, you know, now. The, the, the thing that came out, and this is such a, just to tell the audience, because I kind of glossed over it last time, was uh, I just started crying while drinking red wine one night, mm-hmm. which is not a me thing uh, at, in the slightest, and I just really s- missed someone. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, these aren't my emotions. I'm like, and I'm pretty empathic, and not in like a, like, woo empathic. Like, I tend to pick up on people's shit all the time, so I'm like, was I talking to someone earlier today? And like, it just kind of bled in me, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, no, I've been kind of, this is weird, and I started having these weird dreams, and then I had this memory of, you know, having having a vagina, I'm like, what the fuck is going on, and I got this, another cry session where a, a bit of a name came through, I'm like, ooh, this is a new one for wow, me, so that's, that's really yeah, that's, beautiful. that's, and yeah. I love that you're honoring this by exploring it, I think that that's so intelligent and self-aware, so, yay. oh yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm of the, I, I, when you stop questioning things, that's just, you're, you've become boring and yeah, yep. yeah that's yeah you have to keep <laughs> a waste of space yeah yeah just keep prodding at every little thing you know because if you figure out something like that's the whole fun of it is if you do figure out everything about yourself i'm pretty sure you become a buddha or some kind of other thing and it's like cool now you get to teach people but yeah <laughs> I, I haven't met one of those yet so yeah yay all right so, all right, so let's let's do something here right. okay so you um want to if we're using this right now to tap into a a higher version of yourself or a past life version of yourself, then 
um, I would suggest that you, um, so let's do this as formally as possible because a calling upon um, different psyches of the self can get mumbled because there's so many because we know we've been around for a really long time. Um, so I would say I would verbalize um, uh, briefly who it is that you are um, uh, trying to get a hold of and make it clear that um, that and I mean we can do it together but it, it would be more powerful if you did yeah. it and then um, I for the first part of it I can certainly have my fingers on the planchette too because that'll help and then when I feel like you're ready for me to back off I will and okay. then I'll take notes um, but I would I would be like yeah you know this is you know who I want to talk to and this is who I think it is and you know this is my first question and then just let it flow from there okay um, now, do we want to do this aloud, is, is kind of second question. Out loud? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. let's do it. So, am I asking once I'm touching, or do I ask Whatever first? you want to do. All right, let's go first, because I need to make a kind of immediate thing. Is writer guy from my past scribe, I'm not wanting to talk to you. He's the, when I went to the past life reading, that guy immediately jumped out, and he used to write for a living. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be a really, like, so, dude, we're good, let's... Listening to past life guy, not you, not okay. trying to talk to you, just because okay. he was loud, and uh, it seemed like that would be the first asshole that would jump out. So, Absolutely, yeah. no offense to past life me. And <laughs> with that said, um, Alex is requesting, as am I, that um, everyone and anything else that uh, is present with us right now, if you could please respectfully step aside, and if you would like a moment to talk, we will do our best to talk to you at the end of our session here. But we do have limited time, and I can certainly always come back later too. But uh, right now, Alex's intention is to uh, get in touch with that past life female version of himself. So if everybody could please help us out with that right now, that would be great. Yes, I would like to only talk to the female intelligence that has been uh, communicating, showing herself, or um, forcing memory. That is who I am. my intentions are towards, and only that person. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fabulous. And as we do this, pay attention to any images, feelings, smells, touches, anything that you get because they're all significant. Okay. Okay. All right, so we're doing two hands on the board. Okay. Yeah, whatever you feel comfortable with. I usually like to use my first two uh, fingers, my, my pointer finger and my sure. middle finger for both. I'll follow you. Okay, so are we just waiting to see if somebody shows up, or am I asking a question, or what do you, what's um, your... Let's go ahead, so we've made it clear that that's our intention, that that's what we're doing, so let's go ahead and keep it short and simple right now, and ask if um, that female energy, that version of her, is here and able to visit with us right now, yes or no? The board is moving, the planchette is moving to yes, yes, okay. Oh. And then I always pick Thank it up you. and put it back in the middle just to keep communication clear and concise. Okay. All right, so what would you like to ask? Um, I mean, I guess just brass tacks, who are or were you? What was that? Who are or were you? Um, you mean like her name? Sure, yes. What was your name? name or is your name? Okay. Because again, I'm not sure. Oh, wait, sorry. Let's I, I apologize for my miscommunication, uh, person we're talking to. Are we communicating with someone that used to be me, as I understand that question?
friendship just moved to yes. Take it out and put it back in the middle. Thank oh. you. Um, okay, um, so that is a past name. What was your name? What is your name? Dee Dee, is that what you want us to call you? Dee Dee, yes or no? Yes. Cool, okay, go ahead and put it back in the middle. So, Dee Dee. Dee Dee. assume those are initials or yeah um, you want to ask her I think uh, when did you live or yeah, when did you that, live? yeah yeah ask her about a year yeah what year did you live you mean what year was she born then yeah what year were you born do you have a an era in mind do you see yourself in I have two ideas. One. One. My chest sluggish is like it's mud right now. Eight. Eight. Two. Two. 1862? 1862. Does that resonate with you? Does that mean anything to you? No. Though, now that that came out, uh, yeah, I, the, one of my other options was there was a, there would have been a sister instead of me, but she did not make it, and I had a vague thought of alternate universe kind of thing. I'm a weirdo. No need to say that. Yeah. <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> I'm writing Alex's female psyche. Yeah. <laughs> Dee Dee. I don't know what else to call her. Cool. Dee Dee's a cute name. No, no offense past me. I'm not hitting on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she just got weird. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what did you say? 1862. 1862. Okay. Um, you can ask her where, like, what state? Yeah. Or um, what country? Uh, where did you live when you lived? Or where did you live?
LAMC. Don't know what that means. LAMC. Where from? I'll have to spend a little bit of time trying to figure that one out later. Yeah. LAMC. Okay. What else would you like to ask her? Um. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I guess. Oh, I don't know. What? What? What's a good question? Well. If we are, in fact, talking to Dee Dee, we are talking to you. So is there, we can certainly keep it topical. We can ask more questions about the life that you believe that you lived as Dee Dee. You can ask if um, you had any children. You can um, ask anything along those lines, as something human about her life. Yeah. Or you can use this as an opportunity to really access your higher self and ask the board a question about, something that's been bothering you internally, a worry that you have, a decision that you're trying to make. Yeah. Whichever route your intuition is telling you to take right now. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm more curious. I mean, I guess I'm asking uh, why she chose to manifest now is my thought. Mm-hmm. Well, typically when that happens, yeah. it's, it's when you're ready. Yeah. Um, it usually doesn't have anything to do with them because it's still you. You know? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So perhaps something um, happened recently in your life. You came across something. Um, something triggered you. It could be any number of things. Yeah. So we could ask her why she's here. We could ask her um, if she has a message for you. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Okay. All right. So, Dee Dee, do you have a message for me? Assuming that you do have a, a message for Alex or for yourself in this form, in this avatar right now during this time, can you please spell out for us on the board what it is? What is it that you would like to say? If there's something that you want Alex to do for you, if there's something that you need, or if there's something that Alex needs to be aware of, whatever you would like to share with us right now. Okay, that was weird, and then the planchette stopped. AI, does that mean anything to you? Have you been thinking about AIs lately? I mean, no more than usual. I mean, it's, it's a, <laughs> okay, go ahead and put it back it's in the a, it's, a, it's a good thing in Scrabble. Um, right. All right, so, um, or, I mean, she identified herself as DD, so she could be referring to somebody else's AI, so that's a pattern that we need to be aware of. Okay. Um, so she could be identifying somebody, or she's actually telling you about artificial intelligence. So, DD, um, AI in this day and age actually stands for artificial intelligence. Is that uh, what you would like to discuss with Alex about right now, yes or no? Artificial intelligence actually means, um, okay, it's going to know. Nope. 
Yeah, I was, I was found that one before that even moved. <laughs> Thank <laughs> She's you, like, Judy. let's yeah. talk about yeah. robots. <laughs> yeah, that would have been... I'm in for weird, but that's... Right? Yeah, what the heck? A, yeah, 19th century past me <laughs> talking about robots might be a little much for, for, the, for the listening audience. Um, so, uh, uh, Didi, who was AI if AI is a person? is um, AI, is that your mother? Yes. Cool. Can you please tell us her first name? It starts with an A, assumingly. Can you please tell us what her first name is? your mom or somebody's mom. And? Do the initials AI mean anything to you oh. in terms of a name? M-A-N. Okay, put it back in the middle. Oh. So. Um, I do have another question. Mom and Nana. Dee Dee, did you not live a very long time? I think Alex means in, in your human life when you were. Good point, sorry. Yes, okay. And I just realized I think we're talking to a little kid. Really? Yeah. You mean her when she was a little kid? or Yeah, yeah, kid? yeah. Which doesn't make a lot of sense. No offense, Dee Dee. That's not... I just got a little kid vibe. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. Go with it. And I'm going to go ahead and take my fingers off the planchette, and then we'll see what happens with the next couple of questions. Yeah. You, because this is all about you. I don't think I know what to follow up with. Um... Well, tell me more about um, the little psychic kick that you just got. How did you know that? Why do you think this is a, a when she was a little girl? I, I just uh, just the Nana just made me feel like young, and I keep having Vermont pop in my head. I don't know what that means. Hmm. We asked where she was from, right? Yeah, she said LAMC. Go ahead and ask her um, if she is from Vermont or if she ever lived in Vermont. Yeah. And follow that gut intuition of yours. Dee Dee, are you from Vermont? Did you ever live in Vermont? F? 
get it moving? Oh, barely. Here you go. I think I kind of need you on this one, okay. Montana, if you don't mind. I keep I'm I start judging myself and then thinking I'm doing it. Uh, it's it's easier for me if somebody else is around. Oh, I do the same thing. Yeah. I question myself all the time. Yeah. Um, Dee Dee, are are you from Vermont or did you live in Vermont? Yes. Oh, good. Um. Oh, that's weird. Uh, I don't know anything about Vermont. Have you why, ever been to Vermont in this life? I, I've driven through. I mean, it has, like, no association with me, which is why I thought it was weird to pop to my head. It's, it's weird. not a state that ever, you know. It, 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 okay. Yeah. Well, then, later, we can look up towns in Vermont that may start yeah. with the LAMC. Um, I'll put Vermont question mark. So why don't you ask her? Uh, Dee, do you know, uh, or can you tell us when you passed away in the form that we're talking to? Is that a good way to learn? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because we, you told us that you were born in 1862. Can you tell us what year you died, please? What year your, your physical body during that life died? Yeah, I, I feel like it's more responsive when you're around. It usually is. Yeah. Um, can you tell us what year you passed away? One. Eight. Is that two eights? Seven. Yeah. That would have made her eleven years old. Oh, yeah. Is that the age frame that you were thinking of? No, no, not that? at not at all. None of this is matching remotely close to. Well, um, DD, if that's who we are still talking to, thank you so much for taking the time to communicate with us today. We're super excited to visit with you. Um, oh, actually, Mary, before we sign off, um, if we could. Um, so, DD, if we are. Did something bad happen that I won't speak aloud because you're uncomfortable by it? Ew. Okay. That went to yes pretty quickly. Yeah, all right. Thank you, um, Dee Dee. I very much appreciate it. I think that is who I'm talking to. Um, and what do you mean? Like, you think that something bad happened to you when you were Dee Dee in that line? Yeah, I mean, it's 18-whatever, so maybe that's normal, but I, I definitely remember sex as as a person mm -hmm. uh, that had, that had uh, lady parts. Um, but I, I don't, you know, there's no, like, it was like, I don't have a memory of, of being in the throes of passion, just literally, uh, not clinical, but clin clinical oh, insertion kind yeah. of thing. But not, it didn't, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. 
Well, that would make sense if she was only 11 years old and experienced, um, you know, alleged yeah. sexual trauma, that she would be calling for both her mom and, and her nana. Yeah. Because the board spelled both. Yeah. So why don't you ask her now if, if, um, if you can do anything for her? If she's reaching out to you, yeah. it, it could be for you, or she wants you to do something for her. Dee Dee, is there anything that I can do to help you? For the audience that's listening right now, I am not touching the planchette, and it is moving on its own right now, just with Alex touching it like it wasn't before. Oh. Huh? Can you be a little more concise, please, Dee Dee? Go ahead and put it back in the middle, just to yeah. be safe. Go ahead and ask her one more time. Um, is there anything I can do to help you, Dee Dee? Both. That was fast. W? W. Does anything come after the L, Dee Dee? W, L. W, L, Q. Does that mean anything to you? And we do need to take into account, again, there are so many factors. Oh, the planchette's still moving. WLQP Okay, go ahead and Does it doesn't mean any I feel like she's trying to throw the throw it off the board. Like it feels like it just keeps wanting to go that way. Does that mean anything? Um yeah. Um ask ask if we're still talking to DD or if we're talking to somebody else. If we're still talking to DD, please go to yes. If we're talking to somebody that is not DD, please go to no. You can tell us it's cool. Are we talking to Dee Dee? Please go to yes. If we're no longer talking to Dee Dee, please go to no. I feel like there was a shift in energy. I think somebody came in and interrupted. Yeah, I don't. I, I think. Yeah, I'm getting like. Than yeah. Dee Dee just came in. Well, that's okay, Dee Dee. If you're still here, please still hang out. I'm I'm sure Alex would love to continue to visit with you and you know, that this is his home. I'm I'm sure that you're welcome to, you know, stay a while and hang out. Yeah. So do you wanna to try to talk to Dee Dee a little bit more or do you wanna see who it is that just stepped through? Yeah, I think I know who Your scribe guy? No. Um Whoever is currently Speaking to us, is this the same person we spoke to last time? I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very quickly. Um, started I'm just to gonna. Go to yes. I'm just gonna put that there. Um, I, I just, remember that. Yeah. I. I. I've been thinking about that a fair amount, and I, I, no offense if I read you wrong. I'm from the f a very different place from where you came from. But to me, you feel like you're not being truthful. 
That is the nicest way I can word it. Yeah. Because <laughs> the more I thought about that, the less it made sense. And yeah. Yeah. Why Why don't you recap for your audience real quick what you're talking about? So last time. Uh, when was that? Like two years. Two ago? years ago. Yeah. Uh, you were over. We tried to do a session, and what came out was something claiming to be a Native American spirit with kind of a shamanistic overview vibe, and it gave to me a name. And it occurred to me the name that it gave to me was uh, the name of the goddess they worshipped in the movie The Craft. <laughs> and that made me go, wait a second. And I also realized that it's something like, it was something like Mamal. But uh-huh. it was the pronunciation of it went, no, that's, I know that's something like, oh, no, it's just pulling something from my head that I want to hear. Could have been, And yeah. the more I was thinking about it was nothing really made a lot of sense. Like, why would an East Coast Native American spirit be attached to me, not want to say anything, mm-hmm. and just be hanging out with no communicate and yeah, I've never had any Native American anything, like I read about their stuff and it's like, oh, interesting, but it's never been something that jumps at me, yeah. it's not like the one, I also, yeah. um, I also remember something very negative from that night, that wasn't the same guy, was it? I should have found and brought my notes over. I do remember something negative. I remember that you were asking me, not to get personal, but no, no, um, please. I remember you asking me about um, an entity that you believed at the time that was attached to you. Yeah. And I think we talked about that quite a bit yeah. off the air. Um, I think, I mean, not to put, but I, I, would, I would wager, I guess, that what I've considered a negative energy stuck to me was what was talking to us in, a, in somebody else's voice, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Okay. Which would make sense. Yeah. So what do you want to do about the guy that you think you're talking to on the board right now? I don't know. I mean... I mean, do you think he's coming through to, like, be benevolent and share something with you or just to say hi? Or do you think he's being a dick and he's just being interruptive? Because if, if he's your guy, then you I can't. Know. I can't tell if... You know, like to use the term trickster spirit shows up where sometimes they're like, they're teaching a lesson you need to learn, but sometimes they're Mm -hmm. just dicks. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't get a read on this one. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times with them, a Ouija board or a talking board, even if they do seem like they're being dicks, because a lot of times they are because, you know, people are dicks, you know, I can be a dick. Um, that they may uh, come across as being dickish, but when really they're just um, really excited to talk and they're just interrupting. And it's like, you know, like yeah. a little kid, like, hey, what about me? What about me? What about me? And then uh, typically I find more often than not when I pull out one of my boards, I literally have different energies and entities line up around me. It doesn't yeah. happen every time, but I've had to, and I'm still not good at it, but um, I still have to learn to... Um, you, you basically, when you're working on a board, you, you work as a mediator where you're like, okay, no, excuse me, sir. You need to step back. Okay. That was rude. Okay. Let this other lady come through now. Yeah. Okay. What about this? It's a process and that's why you have to write everything down and you have to be quick. Everything's patterned. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, on that note, um, respectfully thing that's on the board right now, if you could please step to the side and let us reestablish with Dee Dee, if she's still here, that'd be very nice of you. And I'd very much appreciate it. Um, oh. We've we've had a lot of time together, and I'm sure we'll have time to talk in future. I'm I'm gonna push him back for you. Okay, you're good. All right, let's. Um, Dee Dee, if you're still here, I'd 
would like to continue talking to you. Are you still here? Oh, well, that's awkward. <laughs> hey, Dee Dee, I'm, I'm, I feel like you're still here. Can you please be more concise? Um, everybody else, please step aside and let the lady come through. Dee Dee, you have the board, you have the room. Can you please confirm for us that you are, in fact, talking to Alex on the board right now? Yes or no? So for the it's audience, not going to, yes. Well, that's how with my board, um, yeah. when it, if I ask a yes or no question, I should have mentioned this earlier. Oh, okay. When I ask a yes or no question and it starts to go in the direction yeah. of yes, then I, I oh, take okay. that as a yes. And Good. then to be as self um, or to be as time and energetically efficient as possible, then I'm like, okay. And then I, I put yeah. it back in the middle, like, okay, I know that you're going to say yes. And yes, it, that doesn't apply every single time. Oh, Sometimes no, that's it'll fine. just spell out something different, but yeah. So for um, people that are listening right now, I am not touching the board. I'm not touching the planchette and the um, planchette. Alex is the only one touching it. The planchette just went to yes. So the board is confirming that Dee Dee is here talking to you. I'm not really sure how to follow up. Um... She definitely feels attached to you. I feel yeah. like she's, I feel like she's concerned about you right now, and that's yeah. one of the reasons why she's coming through. Dee um, Dee, is there something that you? Oh, I don't know how to word this. Are you concerned that what happened to you uh, is something in my life? Ooh, that was distinct. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just went in, into the direction of yes. Well, this is getting personal, but I'm just going to run with it. Um, <laughs> um, Dee Dee, is there something that I'm not remembering the thing that I've been concerned with? I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Hey, Dee Dee, you don't need to be afraid right now. You are in a safe place. You are amongst friends, and you are amongst quite literally a another version of yourself and Alex uh, lived to be a lot older now in this body than you lived to be when he was in your guys's female body so Alex is older and wiser and more mature and he can handle what it is that you want to tell him so please don't be afraid yeah you can speak I feel like you are inching it towards the yes. Can you be concise with your communication, please? We just want to make sure that we're not wasting your time and that we understand each other properly. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. The plan just going to yes. Thank you. Um, and again, I'm, I'm still not touching it, so I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with this session right now, Alex. A, a lot of times people don't get this much movement consistently. I'm an absolute weird magnet. You should bring me on a ghost hunt. <laughs> they they swarm. It's uh, it's been a uh, it's yeah it's been a thing in my life my, the entire time. A psychic can just be having a really rough day, and I'll walk by and be like, "Oh, cool! Hey, look, everything's yeah. It's I've got some kind of whatever my aura is. It it brings weirdness." Yay, weirdos! Um, well, thank you, thank you for that. Uh, uh is oh boy, I mean, not to, I don't want to put. The, could you possibly tell me who the person was? Ooh, good question. Spell it out if you can, or 
yes or no is fine. Can you be more concise, please? Right now it's stuck in between the S and the T. What are you trying to tell Alex? Do you mean ST? Something we do need to take into yeah. account, though, if that she was born in the year 1862 and only lived to be 11, she could have been during that lifetime illiterate. Yeah. She may not have gone to school or she was homeschooled. So, um, you know, she could be doing the best that she can, sounding yeah. things out for us right now. Um, Dee Dee, was it the church? No. No. Uh, that was actually the one I was afraid of. Uh, Ask her if it was a blood relative. Was it a blood relative? I want to remind you, Dee Dee, that you don't need to be afraid. I can see the planchette moving and then it stalls, like, like she's no. being hesitant. And if you aren't comfortable answering this question right now, you certainly don't have to do that either. Okay, I think we should leave that question alone for a yeah. bit. Well, thank you for, for that. Um, Why don't you ask her if there's something that you can do for her yeah. right now? Dee Dee, is there anything that I can do for you? P. It's kind of between P and O. Sorry. I think that was a P confirmation. Okay. What comes after the P, DD? What would you like Alex to do for you? PP? It could be a double P or a triple P. I don't feel like there's anything right going on right now. Like, okay. you know, no offense, Dee Dee, if you're trying to help us. I, I, I just, I'm not feeling. Do you think that she didn't like that question and she? Yeah, I think. She, away? Yeah, I think that there's some. I, yeah, I just it's it went from like really movement energetic to just let yeah. in like there's. Okay, yeah. well then let's um, honor her choice if it is in fact um, Dee Dee that we've been talking to, and if she feels the need to step away, then we will definitely. Let her do what she needs to do, and we will thank you, Dee Dee, so much for making yourself known and 
um, for answering all of our questions. That was amazing and super nice of you. And we certainly honored the time that we just spent with you. So um, I'm sure Alex would love for you to stick around and hang out. And we're going to be doing um, another portion of the podcast here. We're just going to be talking if you want to hang out and listen. And I'm going to leave the board out right here. So yeah. if um, throughout the, the next hour that I'm here hanging out with Alex, if there's something you want to say, just start moving the planchette around on your own, okay? Thank you, Dee Dee. Very you, much Dee Dee. appreciate it. Thank you.